Why do we? Why do you have them? Because so many of you come, and Dan here is getting old, and and so I'm just trying. I want to learn your names, and you tell me like four times, and I feel bad, and I'm afraid to ask you again because you'll beat me up. That's it. Does that work? And most of you, I know your names, but I think I want you to also know who else is here. And if there's somebody new, Dan's talking, you're not. If there's somebody new, um, it helps them out to know who you are. Okay? Does that work? So every week, come in, slap on a, a, a name tag. Cool? Let my wife hold that for me so it just doesn't. It's off. Um, okay, question. What book are we in? Romans. 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 We've been in this book forever. This is the, the, the third week. It's good news. We'll be in it for 18 more at least. What's the most well-known verse in the Bible, people? John 3.16, which says? For, you know, there's signs for that. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes on Him, believes on Him, shall not not perish, but have everlasting life. I don't know. I don't know all of all. That that's is it, that's probably the is. It, have y'all heard that before? Have you ever watched a football game where you saw that on a sign before in the end zone? If okay, if you've that only if you've never watched football have you not seen the signs that they put John three sixteen up because they want a lot of people want to know that um, God loves the world. We do y'all like to talk about love? No, no you don't like, like God's love doesn't make you feel good at all. Okay, if you believe in God, does God's love make you feel good? It ought to. But we also like love, don't we? Like to be loved, right? We 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 definitely like love, right? Love. Oh oh yeah. You, you like love. Can I am so loud to me, I'm not going to be able to talk. Can we turn me down some? Even if you're all like having a strain, that might be better. Okay, good. Thank you. I'm yelling at myself as I talk, and that's not good. Especially when you stutter, because then it's bad. Now, um, now we, we like to sing songs about love. Have you ever sung a song about God, God, God's love? It's amazing how he loves me, right? We do a lot of songs are about love. One song that I think about is the "He is jealous for me, loves like a hurricane." I am a peon, a tree, uh, right? And, and 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 oh, how he loves us! Oh, y'all singing in the car. Oh, he loves us so. How, right? We we love the, these things. And know what's funny? Y'all hang hang with me. Um, while we love to talk about God's love, there's another side um, in the Word of God about God, and, and, and that's God's wrath. And we don't sing a whole lot of songs about His wrath, do we? Oh, how He will smoke me because I'm a sinner and I deserve it. His wrath is upon me. We, we don't, the, some of the old hymns really have it, talking about the wrath of God and what we deserve. Um, we, we don't talk about wrath at, at all. Do you know, really, in the Word of God, it almost talks about, I think, God's wrath more than it does God, God's love. And you go, hmm, really? Je- Jesus, when He spoke, He spoke more about the judgment of God and, 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 and um, the, the wrath of God going against Him than He did about God's love. I mean, He was in folks' face. And so, I wonder why we sort of ignore it. We sort of go, ooh, God's wrath. 
let's not talk about that. Let's talk about God's love because that makes me feel good. Oh, well, I like to feel good. So, um, so tonight, I don't want you to feel good. We're going to talk about God's wrath. But I think in the midst of it tonight, I think you're going to feel good when you, we understand. Because it's scary because Dan's wrath and God's wrath are two totally different things. One thing, Dan's wrath is very, very small and minute. It doesn't really even come on a scale compared to God's wrath. But the way Dan would dish out wrath and, and show wrath and rage and and. and, and Anger is not is not the same as as God. So um, it's interesting. We know John three sixteen, but do y'all know John three thirty six? That verse it's just right down there. You know, I wonder why we, we haven't learned this one. Um, but it just says this. It's it's something you can share and um, just with your friends at school, and they'll they'll think, oh, that's really great. Thank you for sharing. It says, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Who, whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on, on him. We sort of, you know, why don't we, we sort of learn that one and share it? Because we go, ooh, that's just not a feel-good one. So, um, but let, let me state this before we go on. I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that God loves us. I believe that God is love. In 1 John four nineteen, it says that we love, we can love because He first loved us. Only because God loved us can we love, okay? So, and anybody in this room that is taught, Talking, that is not me. If you need to talk, you can go outside. We got it? I'm just being nice um, right now. Okay? So, y'all, do y'all believe that God is love? Okay. Have you ever heard the phrase that, that God is also just? Is God set apart pure and holy? Does God sin? No, God does not. He's per- perfect. He will always choose right. So, because God will always choose right, He's not only God is not only love... But he's always, he's always just. He always does what is right. Now, this is going to come into play because sometimes we don't understand how God works, okay? Now, he must always stand up for righteousness, and he must always do what's right because he is perfect righteousness, right. Righteous, right. Doesn't do wrong ever. If he did wrong once, would God always be perfect righteousness? No. That means no. Okay. Now, imagine, can you, can, can you, okay, eyes up, looking attentive, fake it if you have, you have to, all right? Stretch up a little bit. Um, let's go to a dream world, but your eyes are, are awake, okay? Okay, hang, hang, hang with me. Let's say that a man breaks into a house with a gun. Ooh. He beats up an old woman that lives in the house. He takes... Her pills and jewelry, her jeritol and her jewelry, don't, don't know why. Okay. What would we think of that guy if we heard that on the news? There's been a break-in and the woman was beat up by some man and he's out on, he's, he's out on this so street. What, what would you think? Oh, dude, they need to get that guy. We see the stuff on the news where it says someone was killed in this house someone was, and their suspects are at large. And we automatically think... They better get that. Oh boy, I hope they get that guy. And let's say the guy is is caught and he goes to court. What would you think if the judge, when he went before the judge, the judge goes, Ah, you look like a pretty nice feller. Uh, you, are you going to do this again? We'll go ahead and let you go, but don't do it again, okay? What would we think of that judge? There'd be, there'd be rage against that judge, right? Would you be mad? If your grandma got beat up and they just let the guy go, 
Honestly, yes or no? Yes. Yeah, okay, we would be mad, okay? Angry. <clears throat> now let's say this. He goes to court, the judge finds him guilty, and because he had a gun in the break-in and all this stuff, he serves 15 years in jail. Okay, doesn't even get out for early release. He serves all his time. Would we say, most people say that he paid his debt to society for what he did wrong. Right? He's allowed to be free at that point. Would most people hold a grudge against him? Those that were the kinfolk of the grandma that got hurt might still. But society as a whole would what? He paid his, he paid his what? His debt. He had a debt. Why did he have a debt? Because he did wrong. Okay? I want you to understand this concept. He did wrong, and because of that, society said you need to pay this debt and make up for it. Okay. Do you understand this in the exact same way sin in our lives causes us to be flawed where we owe a debt? A debt must be paid. When we have sin in our life, something must be paid. When we do wrong, something must be done to make it right. A payment back, something that costs us. Time served, something must be done. And sin, when you sin, there's a debt that must be paid. Now, in the Old Testament, if someone sinned, a debt was paid, right? In in Genesis, what was the first sin? Adam and Eve, well, it was really Eve because she did it first. No, um, Adam and Eve were eating from what? The tree of knowledge. knowledge of good. We've been going through this, this with my kids this past week. And knowledge of good and evil, we even had some acting out of it that was very funny. Um, but um, but they didn't use, we didn't do the fig leaf part. That would have been weird. <clears throat> now, um, they ate of the tree which God said not to, so they sinned, right? So we agree, when you don't obey God, is that sin? Yes? Okay. Now, they realized that they were naked. They hid themselves from God. And in Genesis chapter 3, verse 21, it says this. We see God offering the first sacrifice for sin. An atonement, a substitute for sin. For the sin, He does the first. And it just says this in a verse where it says this. And the Lord God made for Adam and his wife garments of skin and clothed them. What skin do you think He he used? Animals. Did he leave them alive? Did he just really peel their skin a little bit? He, he killed them because of their sin. Because now they were aware that they were naked and they had to be clothed. They had to, and something, and so this is the first sacrifice. And then throughout the Old te- Testament, we see that when someone sins, a debt must be paid and an innocent animal would be put to death to, to make you in right relationship with God. But it wasn't a perfect. It wasn't a good match. An animal doesn't match to a a a a human. Okay. So really, for you, in, in order because see, put it this way, and I'm still around a little bit, but hang hang with me. God is perfect and ho- holy, and when we sin, it pulls us away from Him, like that. And the only thing that can make us right is if we, if we have served our time, we have paid that debt. And the payment of sin, what is the payment of sin? The wage of sin? The wages of sin is what? But, right? The gift of God. And we're going to go into that. So, so we understand that 
that sin brings death. It costs death. Something's got to die in order to make atonement be a substitute for you for your sin. Very important stuff that, that you, you get this. Um, and this is the most beautiful thing about the gospel. Okay, the, okay, and you've heard me say this term, and some of you are numb to it, and it doesn't do anything for you. I understand that because I've been there so many times in my life going, yeah, 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 I've heard that before. But the gospel is good news. It says this. God sees sinful man whose debt is just accruing because he's just sinful. And there's no way for man to make it right. The, 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 the only way is, is, is for the man to die in payment for his sin. So God sees that, sees there's no way to make it right. And so he only sees one way that man can't even dream of. And he takes, God takes his son, part of himself, and he sends him to earth to be born of a, ba- a, ba- ba- a baby, born without sin. And he lives a life perfect doesn't sin at all, so he doesn't owe a debt at all. He is sinless and doesn't owe anything. And God takes him and he allows him to be killed on a cross. But before he dies, he, he says, he cries out. And if, if you look at this, I think, think it's in John or Matthew or something. I, I didn't look this up. But he, he, he says, Father, why have you forsaken me when he's on the cross? And this is the first time ever in eternity, eternity, because Jesus was there from the beginning with God. First time ever that Jesus has been separated from God because the sin of mankind has been placed on him. And there is no, God can't even look at him because God is per- perfect and, 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 and holy. He cannot even be a part of it. And he withdraws himself and he turns his back on Jesus for the first time ever as a payment for our sin. Do you understand the magnitude, the greatness of that event right there for you and for me? Because because of our sin, we've all, this week, you can probably begin to write a list on sins that you've done. Thoughts, things you've done, things you've said, things you felt that were wrong. That, that according to God, who is perfect and and. And, 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 holy, it, fl- it flaws you. It, it g- g- gives you no hope. But he, g- he gave his son to give us a chance and to give us hope. Do you all understand that? So it says this, that the, and it's that verse, R- Romans um, 6.20, For the w- wages of sin is death, but the gift of God. And I want you to understand tonight that it's a gift of God. Is Eternal life through Jesus Christ, His Son. It's only through those who put their faith in Jesus. And so many times we say it's not fair. Some people go, well, it's just not fair. Um, You know, I I don't want to worship or believe in a God who is going to be mean or wrathful or who's going to send me to hell. Do you understand God gives opportunity for you not to go to hell? That we send ourselves to hell? We choose it? in what we think and do every day. And sometimes we need to flip that around and go, wait, 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 I'm not thinking about this right. And I want y'all to think for yourselves. Think about who God is. Think about what He's done for you. Think about the sins you've done the past year. And in truth, you don't deserve anything but death and hell. But He gave His Son... That's the good news. I want you to understand that. And we're just going to look 
I had this plan. We're going to go through Romans 1, 18 through 25. We're in, in Romans 1, 18, and there's not a whole lot left. So don't go, oh, he's just starting now. No, because you had to get that part in order, I think, to get this part. Look here in Romans chapter 1, verse 18, if you got your Bibles. And please bring your Bibles. Please. Romans chapter 1, verse 18. <clears throat> says this, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. There's two words in the New Testament that wrath, that word wrath or anger come from. One is, is thumos. Everybody say thumos. Thumos. This is an emotional, it's this uncontrolled, just, just when we see that word wrath or anger, we are like, duh, duh, come, duh. Isn't it right? It's just a, it's just a, it's a spitting, sorry if I got you wet, sorry. Yeah, I think she just peed in her pants. Um, it's just a, anger, it's a, it's an out of control, anger. Come back to me, people. Sorry. I just got a little excited. But listen, you woke up, that's good. But hang with me for this part. Shh. When, whenever I've read the Word of God, and I have saw that the wrath of God or anger, I've always sort of thought that, that God was just, man, I'm sick of you stupid humans. Just getting it wrong again. And it's just anger. And, and that, that's the word, wherever thumos is used, it's always referring to man. Man's anger. Man gets mad and angry. But for God, it's a different word. It's orge. Everybody say orge. It sounds like a name of a guy from Sweden. Orge, come over here. Okay. Orge is this. It's a calm, settled, determined indignation. Sweetheart, what does indignation mean? Anger. But it, 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 it's, call, it's controlled. It's settled. Sort of like... A judge in a courtroom. Do you ever see a judge in the courtroom besides Judge Judy or something like that? In a real courtroom, they don't like start screaming at the convict. What do they do? They uphold the law. They sentence. They judge. And they tell them what the consequences are. And they tell them, but it's very calm, cool. And I want you to understand, the wrath of God is very calm. Because God doesn't have to yell. God is God that is righteous. He is holy. And this is it. If it doesn't match up to Him, it's not right. It is unholy and it's sinful. And He knows what it is. And God goes, man, you're, you, you're wrong. It, but it's calm, cool. These are the rules. And it says this in, in that verse now. The wrath of God is against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Ungodliness and unrighteousness of, of men... I think we can define that as sin, right? Anything ungodly or unrighteous is sin. And it says that the wrath of God is against all, all of it. And it's safe to say, in some terms, I, I wrote down here that it's safe to say that God hates sin. I don't know if, now, when I think of hate, I think of, of human hate. We're like, I'm not going to yell or jump or, or spit, um, but it's just hateful. But I think God just despises it because He knows knows what it does to mankind. He knows how it affects us and how we just fall into it and we sucker into it. We don't fall in it. We choose to go into it. But let, let me let you understand something about sin. 
Sometimes we think, y'all like my shirt? Sometimes we think that sin is like a piece of clothing that after we've done it for a little while, maybe once or twice, we sort of put, 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 put it on and wear it around. And then we go to a um, youth camp or we go to a winter retreat or I even think we can come to a Wednesday night youth service. And, man, we're just tired of living that way. And we just think, you know what? I'm just tired of it. And we just think, man... God, help me just to take this off and not have anything to do with it. I think sometimes we think sin is like that, something that we put on and then we, 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 we're wanting to repent or rededicate or, you know, and just sort of get right. We sort of take it off and go, yeah, I'm not going to have anything to do with that. Um, but I want you to understand, to, sin isn't just a piece of clothing that we put on. Um, it's something that becomes a part of of who 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 you are. Now let me explain this. Who here has seen the movie Star Wars? Kyle Loster, you're, you're you're coming over tonight. Star Wars. There's a guy named Darth Kyle <coughs> Vader. Vader. Maul is a guy, but he's not. I'm talking about Darth Darth Vader. Now, in the Star Wars movie, okay, not in the filming of the movie, but in the Star Wars movie, is Darth Vader just a guy in a, an outfit? No, he's not a guy in an outfit. What is he? He he's a guy who's 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 he's a cyborg. He's he's um he's half. At one point, Obi Wan says. He's more man. He's more machine than, than man now. Why? Because in order for him to survive, they had to replace his parts and entwine all these things in his arms and things to breathe. And he's got this... I can't wait to do that all week. And um, you know, he's got this thing so he can breathe. And it's part of, of who he is. And if, it takes, if he takes it off, what will occur? Which we see in... Episode six, Kyle. Sorry, I I I, I blew it for you. Um, the whole ending, sort of. But we see it, it, the suit is a it's a part of who he is, and um, for him just at that point to take it off, he's been so entrenched in it that he is going to die. And you know, this is not in my notes, but in the book of 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 of, of Romans. As we read on, it's, it's going to say, um, probably in the next week or two as we get there, it's going to talk about man who worships the creation more than the creator, and they continue to do it. And it says that God gives them over to their lust. And in some regard, God gives them up after a time. And some of y'all believe that you can just go, you know what? I can just live the life I want to. I'll return to God sometime. And I want you to know you're, you're playing a game where you may never get the opportunity to return to God. Because it says at some point God does. And he's not being a mean God. He's given chance after chance after chance. But they go, no, this is what we want. And so he goes, okay, fine. That's what you'll get. I've tried and some of you are just playing a game, and don't miss out on that. But let me tell you about this thing about sin, because it gets entrenched in us. But let me tell you, if you, I believe if you're in this room, um, God can speak to your heart. I believe that sin does get entrenched in us, 
And that's why it's so painful to get rid of. It's just not easy a lot of times to stop. And it affects us in our friendships. And when we, we get rid of sin in our life, it's not something we take off. It's something that God has to tear out of us. And it hurts. And it leaves open wounds. And the only way to heal those wounds, I believe, are with the Word of God. That's why memorizing the Word is so important because you are hurt and you need to fill it with something. And if when you get right, if you don't fill it with the Word of God, sin's going to come right back into those. Infection, crud, it's going to be there. Now, let me pose a thought to you. Um, and it sort of goes on that, that last line. The wrath of God brings the judgment of God. Okay? Yes? Y'all understand that? It's God's ju- ju- judgment. Not for God being mean, but for what we choose. Um, have, have you heard the phrase, God hates the sin but loves the sinner? sinner right? We say that. And um, the more I've sort of thought about that phrase, because it's a very sweet phrase, but... Um, and I don't know if God hates, you know, God despises. But I think there's times when God despises the sin, despises the sinner, because the, the sinner is one who's against God. In James 4, 4, it says this. It says, therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. You know, ouch. You know, and and and... I think God loves, but God's also just. And God despises sin. And a lot of times He despises those that do sin and lead others to do sin. And we see that in the story of Noah. Big boat gets in the boat. Those in the boat live. What happens to those that are on land? They die. The wrath of God. They die. What, ha- what ha- happens in the town? of Sodom and Gomorrah to those who are sinners and because God can't find even a righteous man there. What happens to them all except for Lot and some of his his family? Fire and brimstone rain down on them. What occurs to Achan the Israelite when he disobeys God and he takes devoted things, special things from the city of Jericho after God said, don't touch these things. He dies. His whole family, in fact, is swallowed up by the earth. God hates sin. It's just just an awful place to be. And the wrath of God is a scary thing, but it's judgment for what we do. Sin is is costly. It requires payment. Just as our justice department requires payment, you break the law, you... Has anyone ever sped before? I'm guilty. Of course not. Of course not. Oh, man, some of y'all are... Okay. Most everybody... And if you're caught, what occurs? You've got to pay a fine, right? Or... or, or right? So, sometimes I wonder why we can't understand if our own justice department requires a fine because we broke a law and we did wrong, why we don't understand why God requires a substitute sacrifice for you and for me because we've done wrong. There's a payment that must be made. Um, And just think of this concept. Because God is holy and righteous, um, 
Where else can sinful man go besides hell if they're sinful? You go, well, God could sort of, couldn't he just sort of change the rules? God is righteous. We've talked about his perfect righteousness. And if you are righteousness, you're always doing right. You think God would allow or God would be able to cheat or fudge going, oh, I'll just make it work for, for them. No. Sin cost. A debt must be paid. God made a way through Jesus Christ. Sent His Son to live a sinless life, to die on a cross, rise again as a sacrifice for those who put their faith in. Um, don't miss out on that. God, I believe He loves you. Um, I believe God's wrath is, 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 is mainly against sin, but man, we choose to partake in that sin. And we, because of that, we get wrapped up in, in that thing of God's wrath. And my greatest hope for you that you will understand the consequence of your sin and understand that there's no other way to make it right except through Jesus Christ, putting your faith and your trust in Him. And if you've never done that before, it's not a special prayer that you pray. It's not a, you could do it at home, you could do it at school, in the school bus, that might be a little weird for some of y'all. Um, here, wherever you are, with a friend, all by yourself, uh, you can go, God, this is what I'm putting my, my faith in. This is what, And that means you're believing in it with everything that you are and are about. And my hope is that God is speaking to some of you tonight going, you know what, man, I really need to think about this uh, and make this part of my life and part of who I am. Um, I'm going to ask for all heads bowed and eyes closed as we wrap up. You know, because God is just, He made a way for us to get to Him, taking Jesus and substituting His perfect life for ours. Um, you know, paying our pen penalty, our debt that was placed on Him as a perfect sacrifice for those who believe. And if you're here tonight and you're just saying, you know what, I want to I believe in that. That's, and you've never done that before. But you're really going, you know what, that's what I want my, my life to be about. Just peek up at me real quick and, and we will talk. That's you. Okay? Anybody else? All right. Anybody else? Dear God, I thank you so much um, for just talking about um, you and how you are loving, but you are also just. And God, I thank you that you're just. But because you are just, that means you are right, righteous all the time. And Lord, help us to be more like you. Help us to seek you, to trust you, to follow you with all that we have, with all that we are. God, if there's anyone in this room that doesn't believe in you, God, I ask you to just begin to speak to them um, through friends, through whatever, uh, and reveal yourself to them. Uh, God, but I thank you that you love us. I thank you you don't leave us where we are. Um, God, and um, help us to follow you, uh, understanding what... Um, a danger sin is in our lives. Lord, help us to repent and turn to you and trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, small groups, there's a couple sheets that are left up there um, with directions to small groups. We had great attendance this past week.
Who, 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 who here went to small groups this past week? It was fun, right? Okay, we got four of those. Okay, good. So y'all have a great week. And uh, that's a wrap.